The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Hi, this is Mia Mohsen Zia, also known as Mia No Time for Love. Check out my latest book, Missing, available in print and ebook formats on Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and sponsored by international award-winning author Mia Mohsen Zia of Missing. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 40 podcast platforms, as well as HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We can be heard in over 100 countries, featuring over 1,000 well-known and amazing guests throughout the globe, and named one of the top 100 global podcasts in the New York Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News, Los Angeles Weekly Times, Apple, and Chartable. So sit back and relax and enjoy another great episode of the award-winning Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're here with a terrific lady who's an author, speaker, coach, and creator of uh, She Is You, which is a brand for midlife women uh, seeking transformation and healing through community of togetherness. She grew up in the South Suburb of Chicago in an abusive family. She has a passion for helping others heal their pain at an early age. She's also owner of SheIsYou.com for midlife women seeking... Um, support or um healing as well too and also career of sisterhood for midlife women and she's also got a book which is basically a beautiful memoir that just simply debunks the myth there's no point of no return so forget what you hear about kansas you got the book pieces of me to be released um coming up uh later as well too also carved an amazing book live ladies and gentlemen for plus studios in beautiful downtown chicago author, speaker, coach, and the career owner of She Is You. And she is right here, ladies and gentlemen, the multi-talented Felicity Nicole. Felicity, good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I love the, you just rolled off the red carpet for me. I loved it. Thank you. <laughs> What's well, great to have you on board. What's great to have you on board as well, too. I just got the red carpet cleaned up after having people walk through and so it's like, and I was trying to get the people to like, will you hurry up, please? We got a special lady coming over here. So, <laughs> so we got, we took care of all that. So, you know, keeping people at work. So you're an author, speaker, coach, creator of She Is You. You also uh, basically grew up in the South Server of Chicago in a piece of family. You have a passion for uh, helping others uh, heal their pain at an early age. You're also owner of SheIsYou.com for midlife women seeking transformation. You also co-author a book, um, Powerhouse Women for, for from Survivor to Thriver. You also have a new book, that's going to be out called Pieces of Me to be released uh, very soon as well, too. And uh, before getting on, mm -hmm. Felicity, tell us how you first got started. Oh, my goodness. Where do you want me to begin? Way back, machine. Way back, way back, way back. Think of oh, it as uh, so a time machine. Yes. <laughs> tell us how you first got started. To, yeah, let's just. So it all started pre-COVID. I had, well, it all started in 2013 when my mom died. My parents died three months apart from each other. And when my mom passed away, I knew I needed an escape plan because I was married to an abusive alcoholic. And so I started to create my escape plan. And he being the financial guru he was, I was able to find a very affordable home across the street from my little brother's house. So that was plan A 
to convince him to move over the border to Indiana. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was our safe house. So that's where my brain went to. Okay, so now we have a safe house. Now the next step is how do I get out of this abusive, controlling marriage? I've got, at this time, he was six and pushing seven. And there was financial. So what happens when you're in an abusive uh, relationship is you'll have financial abuse, emotional, mental, physical, sexual. It just can run the gamut with with um, men or women, because I think it can go either way, in my opinion. And for me, myself, it was the financial, the emotional, the mental. And so they ripped out everything. He everything out of me. wow so oh yeah i would that's how much they just work with you mentally so i had a great reputation in the veterinary industry i started doing that when i was like 19 and i out of the luck god I had somebody call me from a clinic, just say, are you looking for work? And if that wasn't an alleluia, I said, exactly. Yes, I'll take it. What <laughs> is it? $9 an hour receptionist position. I'm like, I'll take it. I've got it. And so at, I was like, okay, I'm one step forward. And then he says, that's fantastic. You can make your car payment now. So I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. Okay. I know. I'm like, okay, I got this, God. Seriously? I got this. Yeah. That's how, yeah, that's how, yes, that's how financial flow. We had, we had, I had to, I had $86 and 32 cents a week to spend on groceries. Do you know, after I left that marriage, the anxiety that I had to get over standing in the line to just check out for groceries, because if I spent over, he would make me take it back. Oh my yes. goodness. Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's, and it's all in the book. It's just a lot of therapy. And so leading up to it, once that happened, I'm like, okay, so now I gotta make my car payment. I was able to connect with one of my clinics that I started back in my teens. And I was able to do evening work for him, do his books, do his inventory, do all that stuff. And he paid me cash under the table, which you're not supposed to say, but my son was able hey, to we'll take me. it. We'll take and, it. I mean, nothing yeah. wrong with that these days. <laughs> you right? <and> social media. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, he's like, I'll pay you cash under the table. And Doug can come or Evan can come and hang out and cruise around the clinic while I did what I had to do. So I would take that money and I would start to stash it. And the next step for me was to find housing. I needed to find a place that was close enough to my siblings because we were all out in Northwest Indiana because I know they helped me with my son um, at, that was affordable. And so mm -hmm. I happened to have a lunch with a friend of mine who I opened up because I didn't share this much. I, I hit it very well. And so I shared her with her my story and the abuse and what was going on. And it was becoming very physical at that time. Um, and she's like, why didn't you tell me any sooner? We have an extra house for you. You can have it. So we agreed on a rent. We, I said I couldn't pay what they originally wanted. So we agreed on another number. And I said, I'll paint it. I'll redecorate for you. 
I'm, I grew up in that type of family. And so I would take a little bit of money each week and go put, go to Walmart and put some stuff aside for cups, for spoons, for knives. And she gave me the keys to the house. And the only person that knew were my siblings. I didn't tell my son because I didn't want him to know. And I didn't tell Dan, my ex, but I had the movers prepared and it was in November and we had an ice storm. Hit wow. us. And I'm like, Oh my God, I know in Chicago. And I'm like, I don't know if they're going to come. I mean, everything schools were closed. My sister had to take my son. And so they were like, we're running late. I said, okay. Okay. My husband was working at the time. And when they walked in, Mike, and so I'll tell you how hard it was to leave. Um, I said, okay, so what are we taking? And he said, well, we're going to take this sofa, that armoire, that chair. And I just started to cry. And they said, what's wrong? And I said, well, I'm leaving my husband. And they said, okay. I said, well, he's, he's abusive. And we're just taking like five or six things. But I don't know if I can do this on my own. I don't have anything to fall back on. And I remember the guy looking at me going, you know what, ma'am, I don't know you, but in a year from now, I'm sure you'll be just fine. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was exactly right. And we moved in and I am exactly where I wanted to be in 2013 when I started the plan. Wow. I am exactly, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was so amazing. And of course, you know, what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing? What was that moment that simply said, I'm going to do this? It's like, what was that one precise moment for you? I knew I had to get out. That one precise moment was when my mom died because I knew if I would have stayed, I would have wound up dead. Mm -hmm. And a lot of women, you know, God bless domestic violence. It's very serious. A lot of women can't escape. I, I, I see them. I work with them. I, I mentor them. They try. They really do. But it takes, I'm going to tell you right now, Mike, it takes a lot of strategic planning and a lot of sacrifice. And when you're ready to make that leap into the unknown, because you have to think they have torn you down mentally, you are on all blind faith in the man above. A lot of women, they stutter and they can't do it. And so no fault to them, you know, mm. it's, um, it's, it's unfortunate, but it's the reality of, of the situation. So, you know, one of my goals is to, when I become rich and famous, I say, is to start a foundation for women, um, a place where they can lay their, their bags and bring their children. And it's fully staffed with therapists and, and um, detox if they need to detox from drugs and things like that. And um, skills and trades, because I, I do believe that, that we all have the power to change our lives. It's just how bad we uh, want it and the support system around it. And if you don't have a good support system, you know, you really have to dive into your life source and not many people can dive into that life source, you know? So that was it for me. And, um, 
It's been a mile a minute since then, to be honest with you. I, um, through myself in therapy and, and through my son in therapy right away and worked a couple jobs. We were almost homeless a few times because, yeah, I mean, you're making nine bucks an hour at one place. You're making, you know, 10 or 12 at another place. It was, it was hard. It took one catastrophe. And I think that's how America is today. It just takes one catastrophe to set you back financially. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was my health. My health was compromised. My health still is compromised. Um, and it took one ER visit and it set me back. Um, and what was really eye-opening throughout the whole thing was, um, if we go back into family dynamics, because we all have a family dynamic. We all have a family system. We all have a family structure. Some really thrive and they really support and I envy and and dream and fantasize, even at the age of 46, about like, oh, I wonder what that would have been like to grow up in a family like that, you know? And then there are other ones that are just kind of chaotic and dysfunctional, but on, on, a, on a normal level. Because I think, I think to some point or to some degree, we're all a little dysfunctional. But then there's the family unit that is just severely toxic. And, and it goes, and it's deeply rooted toxic. And that's, that unfortunately is the system and the family that I was born into. So when we were given these nice little roles is what I call them, you know, everybody has a role to fill. And I I was the one that was going to be groomed into the troublemaker. (laughs) And, um, yeah. And that was the way it was. I wasn't going to go anywhere. It wasn't going to be anything. I fit that role quite well. Um, but I think the biggest catalyst that pushed me into that role was when I witnessed my dad try to kill my mom when I was 10. And yeah, yeah. I And funny story is I listened to your one podcast with your, with, with the, gentleman from Kansas. And you guys were talking about the movie La Bamba. And I think of Richie Valens. When I watch that movie La Bamba, I think of my father, just a very handsome Hispanic man. And I have a chapter in my book called I Love Lucy because my grandmother blames, God bless her, she's 95 and still around, blames the TV show I Love Lucy for my mom. <laughs> or or Lucy, <laughs> you can tell you know, when Ricky gets ticked off when he starts speaking uh, Spanish at Lucy. I caramba, me ganando. <laughs> you know he's ticked. <laughs> I, know, I know, but this. Oh my god! I'm like, man, is not. But my mom got pregnant at sixteen with my sister, so they moved into my grandparents' house, and so my grandpa kind of had to raise my dad a little bit. He he's one of ten Hispanic. Um children and his dad was a hardcore abusive um alcoholic that worked at um material service the thornton quarry and you know my mom would tell me stories that um his mom my grandmother would have to feed the kids on you know 10 to 20 pounds of potatoes and rice and um grandpa would come home uh heroes would come home and would be drunk and would beat her so my dad did what he was, what he saw, right? That's wow. what we do. Yeah. And when he split her head open with one of those big 1970s 
crystal ashtrays. I remember yes. those. Yes. Oh, they're heavy as heck. As you drop that, it's like, oh, you yeah. got to go to the ER right away. It's like, or a major league bruise. I remember dropping those things. It was like. Yeah. Thick. Crystal. Yeah, exactly. I just, I remember the chaos and the shuffling of the feet and, you know, um, my sister was 17 years older. So then my mom had three of us kind of back to back eight years after that. So the three of us were all in the bedroom, ear up against the door, trying to figure out what was going on. And my dad just kind of flung the door open just to pack a bag. And I remember walking out into the hallway and seeing my mom sit on the floor Indian style in our, in our great room. And her skull is cracked wide open. I see it just, and blood is just pouring down. And it's interesting because as a 10 year old, you can take this, you can either scream and cry and go, Oh my goodness, you know, and how you handle these different situations. Um, And I just remember rolling up calmly, rolling up toilet paper and walking over to her and, and cleaning up her head and telling her it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, mom. So there, I think at the age of 10, was like some of the earlier healer parts of me coming out, you know? So I, and she shut down after that. He he disappeared and she shut down. She worked and she came home. She never dated. I think she missed out a lot on life. I wish, um, I wish she, she would have been able to have thrived more. I think she was an beautiful woman. She was so talented. She was an artist. She was a beautiful florist, but she, she shut down emotionally. So we, we didn't have an emotionally available parent for us. Um, so we kind of re-raised ourselves and wow. we were really poor. Yeah. We, I, I call it Lord of the flies because it, it was all who was going to fend for themselves to get to the top. And I can remember, you know, times of fighting over food and mm-hmm. times that we didn't have a working bathroom. We had to use the neighbors or we bird bathed it in the utility room sink. And, you know, she did the best job she could given the circumstances of, of what had happened. So I don't, in my book, I do not blame my parents because it's just part of the generational trauma. I really focus in on that. Mm-hmm. And but mm-hmm. no, I was going to ask you as well too, especially all the the things you went through. Do you think social media is also going to um you know you know help um you know you know shed the light to the problem and uh, make people more aware? It would be easier to come out, or do you think social media is going to uh, close off people more? You know that's interesting. You say that because I speak about that in a speech I have. Social media, Instagram, and especially TikTok trauma is trending and i'm not saying that everybody doesn't have trauma i think that especially post covid i think we all have a little bit of something going on but unless you've been physically diagnosed like i have i've been physically i have complex ptsd depression and anxiety. I literally have been diagnosed with that and I've done the work. So it it just coexists around me, but it doesn't control me. But um, it doesn't, it's just way too talked about and it doesn't get to the core. And what I mean by that is 
when you have somebody that has deep, deep trauma, there is an under the covers, deep type of healing that needs to be done. It's like peeling layers of an onion. Yes, exactly. And I love onions too. And I love getting to the core of it. Uh, oh, oh my goodness. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'll tell you about my first experience with a shaman then. <laughs> I do. So it's like peeling layers back of an onion when you're going through this process. And I remember just uh, being in a, almost like a, sh- a state of shock when I started to really do that deep therapy, realizing how toxic and dynamic my family just was it, it was ill. And I, and I do love my siblings. I'm no contact at this point. It's the safest way for my mental health and my sons. Um, but you would have thought they would have loved to have seen me thrive once I left my ex-husband, but it was the opposite way around. They were really, how's that? Yeah. What was like, they're just used there to was, Yeah. They're, they were putting money on how long I was going to last. Oh, really? Yeah. Like Las Vegas? Oh, my goodness. Yes, yes. I remember my sister. God bless her. I went to pick up my son from, she was watching him, and I had worked a double, and she's like, I've got this Aldi gift card for you. And and I remember my son, Evan, his name's Evan in the book, going, oh, my goodness, we got food. You know, like, <laughs> I'm like, well, thank you. This is great. And she looked at me, and she goes, don't sell it for cash, but feed your kid. And I'm holding this gift card and I'm, I threw it back on the table. I'm not a druggie. I'm not a method. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. So just to give you an example of just the, the, the toxic type of world and dynamic that I knew I had to get out in order to become who I wanted to be, because if I didn't, they would put me on that shelf still and I would still be the invalid, the one that wasn't going to go anywhere, you know, the one that's still just making it. And it's sad, but you do. Some people do have to go no contact. Mm-hmm. But um, go ahead. No, no. What I was going to say is that uh, this also leads you up to, um, you know, having a bunch of ventures like, you know, being um, part of the uh, the sisterhood of uh, midlife women and also being a author, speaker, coach, creator and, um how did Felicity get that point, especially in the book, uh, Pieces of Me to be released? We'll find out just one minute. First, you listen to The Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs at below the competition way. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Widener Show, get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries, two strangers, one target, where truth is illusion and those you love will be the first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson Z has gotten great reviews. And Evil Evan endorsed by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, Emmanuel's. So grab your copy today for Goes Missing by Mia Molson Z available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com or 40 podcast platforms heard in 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Buzzsprout. 
Pandora, tune in, and also subscribe to the Mike Wagner Show on YouTube, BitChute, and Rumble. Follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook, and take us with you on any mobile device. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast. T-shirts, pop socket, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies, makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Wagner Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas like T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more, and great books like Missing Once and Wrinkles, Amazon.com slash Mia Molson Dia. Check it out today and support the Mike Wagner Show on Anchor FM, PayPal, and the Mike Wagner Show.com. We're here with author, speaker, coach, and the creator and owner of She Is You, Felicity Nicole, here on the Mike Wagner Show. Also talking about the book, Pieces of Me, um, to be released, um, you know, sometime soon as well, too. And of course, you know, with you, with you being a possibility of being put up in a shelf, the inflate and everything else, and um, you have this thing of being stuck in family, no contact and everything. So going from that point, and going over to uh, being like an author, speaker, coach, and, um, you know, give us a little journey about uh, going from that point, a possible no contact into where you are today. Yes, exactly. So right before COVID, I queried my book and I heard back from an agent in New York and they said, we're not saying no, but nobody knows who you are and memoirs are hard to sell. And I took that as a, hell yeah. All right, I got a chance. Mm-hmm. And I told my husband, as I had gotten remarried at the, by this time point, I'm like, can I quit the veterinary industry? Because at this point, I was running a couple of hospitals. And I'm like, can I just focus in on this one thing that I've always wanted to do? And he's like, well, what is that? I said, I've always wanted to build an online community for women. And he's like, well, tell me why. My husband is a business owner. And he's like, so tell me why. And I said, well, I didn't have that to turn to when I was going through my healing process before I left my ex-husband. I turned to YouTube. I want a place where women can turn to and see great content and help them grow in whatever healing journey they're on. And he says, okay, so what do you think you want to call this thing? I think she is you. And he's like, that's fantastic. But why don't you think about it some more? So I'm a journaler. Like I journal... Not like every other woman, we, we just journal, journal, journal. So I grab my notebooks and I grab a notebook and I'm flipping through it, Mike. And I come across like 20, let's say 2016. Okay. And I'm looking at my notes and in a bubble is the words, she is you. Hmm. And I'm like, that's it. If that wasn't confirmation from spirit, I'm like, okay, so we've got the name. So what started off as a blog, an online community for midlife women that are seeking reinvention through support and healing, through the pillars of spirituality, health and wellness, career and lifestyle, is now turned into something much more greater. It's evolved. I mean, to be completely honest with you, I want to turn this into a social network for midlife women. I've just tapped out financially. (laughs) So I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking for a private investor at this point because I've got this growing online presence and I want midlife women. What happens around 42 is we all awaken and realize like, whoa, what the hell has been going on to rediscover who we are. But I want them to do this in a, so they like to do this in a community environment. And this is where the sisterhood comes together. Pal up with some safe women where we learn to embrace adversity because I work with women that are up here and women that are down here. 
And at the end of the day, this the core issues are still the same. So I'm all about embracing adversity and learning to lean on one another as a sister. And that's what the She Is You, the membership is about, the sisterhood, the midlife warrior. And we offer monthly classes. We um, offer month once a month, like a coffee hour where we just get together to get to know each other. And um, I'd like to do in-person speaking events once it gets bigger throughout the country. And nice. that's the goal. And I'm like, why not make it? Yeah. Why not make it into a social network that if I were to put my profile in and I'm not going to pull a Zuckerberg and sell information, but put my profile in. Okay. And then ask some questions on what I like, what are your hobbies, your interests, things like that. And then pop up like, Hey, there's 10 women in the community that have similar interests. And then you automatically are connected with them. Nice. Right. Yes, exactly. Because it's hard to make friendship when we are in our forties. You usually make them during work, but it, it really it's 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 challenging. And especially it's challenging to find safe women, women that are safe, that you can consider safe, meaning that we're not gonna talk behind on somebody else's back, that we're not toxic, we don't have any of those toxic behaviors. So that's where this is going to. This is my brain baby, this is my child. This is well, one of my children. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was, I was thinking about the whole thing yeah, with the friendships as well too. It's almost like remote workers even find that challenge as well too. It's like you know, you know, back in the day, you can just like meet at work or meet me at a bar, you know, bowling alley, leagues, and everything. Now it's like it's all separated. It's almost like either online or uh, remote work. I mean, that's that's becoming more of a challenge these days, especially getting up there, 40, 50, 60 and whatsoever. It's like it's become more of a challenge. I completely agree with you. And so why not consider this even more of a greater idea? And um, why not take a trip? Why not, you know, meet up in Mexico or to Dakotas or Missoula, Montana or Florida for a weekend? And we we can do a retreat or something like that. So that's that's the long term vision of the brand. And then the magazine part of the brand is because I was told Nobody's going to buy a magazine. And I'm I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. I would like to turn this into an actual physical magazine. I want to see it on the grocery store shelves. I want to see it in the Walgreens shelves. Because I really do think that there's enough beef behind the brand and behind the content that I have given out so far that is credible enough to make it into a magazine. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's yeah. a really good one as well, too. You know, that social media and everything else, of course, you know, with what she is you and also a sister of the midlife warriors, everything coming together. And um, also that um, what are some of the things um, that you plan to have as well, too, or some of the off shoes that you are, are looking to work in as well? Uh, some of the offshoots of working Correct. In yeah. Be, it's like you listed. Uh, she is you, sisterhood of midlife women, and um, and and I think there's also um, oh, let's see, I think I think there's just you know, a, a bunch of opportunities, and um, also the fact that with your ambition, it, there's a possibility that what you went through could turn into a film. It sounds like the story you gave could turn into um a Netflix series. That would be amazing. That would be, hallelujah, God sent. Uh, I didn't do that with the intent 
often. The reason why I wrote this book is to give women the gift that we can, we do have the power to retell our story, to redesign our story. We do not have to be what we were groomed into being. And it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of sacrifice, a lot of sacrifice, but it is possible. And I am a firm believer in spirituality and having some sort of faith-based system. Because when you are doing the work, you're going to go on a long journey. It's going to be long. It's going to be dark. It's going to be lonely. It's going to be hard. And you need to lean in on something. And so I think it's like the book of Eli, <laughs> that Denzel Washington movie, like just post-apocalyptic. Um, but I'm telling you, once you reach the other side, Mike, you are unstoppable. Mm -hmm. Unstoppable. Yeah. And, and that's where you get the thing of there's no such thing as a point of no return. That's why I said earlier, point of no return, forget Kansas, Dorothy. Uh, yes. yes. And I was actually named Dorothy in a healing seminar. Yes. <laughs> I was. I went to a healing seminar and they, they characterized me as Dorothy. And what does that mean? You've always had it within you. She mm. always had it within her. Yeah. Now, did you get the praying total with you by any chance or the scare man or the uh, tin man or let's see the um, the lion? I think. Yeah, <laughs> um, my, think husband, my husband was um, the wizard. So he was the wizard. So we went to this together. And he was the wizard and I was Dorothy. And then we had to run to a thrift store and put together costumes. So I actually did find a small basket and a small black stuffed animal dog toy that I did put in there and I had it. And it's just interesting. On, it's all about finding your power and discovering who you are and what you're meant. And so for me, and so for him, he's the problem solver. He tries to solve everybody's problems, but yeah, huh. mm -hmm. we are unstoppable. It just made me think of that, too. And, of course, you know, besides Pieces of Me, you also co-authored um, Powerhouse Women from Survivor to Thriver. And maybe uh, just a bit about that one. Yeah, that was a great opportunity. I was, um, they, uh, Haley came up to me, somebody came up to me in social media, I believe it was Haley, and suggested that she was intrigued with my story and with what I was doing. And so we had met and she was putting a group of women together. And I really wish that we could stay together. And we had the idea of wanting to travel and speak, but it's just women that have survived some tragic stuff, but have managed to turn their pain into power. And that I just give a little glimpse. I want to say it's about four pages long for my story, just a little glimpse of who I am, my what my pain was and how I turned that into my power. And that's all through the healing, all through the healing. And we're constantly transforming and healing. Mm -hmm. And transforming indeed as well, too. And a bit more about uh, Pieces of Me from uh, Felicity Nicole. We'll get to more of that in just one minute. You listen to The Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios, and brought to you by official sponsor of The Mike Widener Show, international warring author Mia Molson's The Missing. We'll be back with author, speaker, coach, creator, and owner of She Is You and the book, Piece of Me, Felicity Nicole, 
after this time. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshazia, he is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing. Available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers, and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to the Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back with the multi-talented uh, Felicity Nicole on the Mike Widener Show with Pieces of Me. And, um, you, you know, just a couple of things about the book as well, too. And, um, you know, most importantly, what, what can uh, people get out of the book uh, with Pieces of Me? What can we learn from it? I think what we're going to learn are, is, number one, is your family system. And you're going to learn on how to forgive, because I speak a lot about that, about the atonement and the forgiveness part of that is that we do not have to hold on to that anger, that pain point or, or point blame on anybody. You can let them go very peacefully. You can love them and let them go. What you're also going to learn too is about power reinvention, that you do have something called a life source and that sits in your solar plexus. And then also too, what you're going to learn is... <laughs> values and self-worth and boundaries because you're going to see a journey from a little girl all the way up to a 46 year old woman who has been emotionally or mentally abused her whole entire life and so there is this discovery of self-worth that I just it took me a very long time I guess I'm a slow learner <laughs> but that I'm worth so much more than what I had been dished out. And this is where I say where God will give you these obstacles until you finally figure it out. And so they kept coming in strong. And I just kept pushing that rock. I, I felt like Sisyphus, just that rock up that hill, up that hill, up that hill. But through that, I discovered, you know, I am worth a lot. I do love myself. That's what the painting is about. I love, this is a reminder, a daily reminder of how much I love myself and all my inner children too. You know, we have all these little inner children archetypes that are wounded, that we have to reparent when we go through this journey of healing. And that's in the book as well too, as well as um, what are we willing to walk away from? You know, mm -hmm. at what point is enough enough, ladies and gentlemen? Let's be honest about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's... It, it um, Go ahead. No, no, go, no, go ahead. You're on a roll here. So, <laughs> okay. It's, and 
uh, atonement and redemption. Because when I watched both my parents pass away three months apart, my dad was, you know, he was a shady character. God bless him. He's at peace, but he was, he had his day job, but his side job was, was a hitman for the Spanish mafia. So he was, uh, yes, he had blood on his hands. And so watching him pass away was an intense three days. And I truly do believe that he had to pay the piper for that. And I, I learned, I walked away from that learning about redemption. Um, My mom was very peaceful and just went like that. But um, that is, is just one of the other underlying stories in, in the Mm. book. That is, that is so amazing and very compelling and it makes me want to read it. And where can we find pieces of Mia and uh, where can we find uh, your website, your services and everything? Where can we find your book and all your, your website at? So you can find my website at www.sheisumag.com. And that's where you're going to find me, all my services and the book that will be dropped on May 30th and it'll be Amazon targets, Barnes and Noble. Um, there's a bunch of UK stores, Walmart. I'm really excited. I just gave my one copy away for its first book review today. <laughs> and we were at the post office mailing it off overnight. And I'm like, does somebody have holy water? We need to <laughs> <laughs> well, bless you, bless you. Bada, 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 bada. <laughs> Yes. And all three of us, the post office worker, myself and the woman behind us, all three of us were praying on this book. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So it really is. Ultimately, at the end of the story, it's a journey about this nobody little girl, this nobody family from the south suburbs of Chicago. But the power in it is all about faith, having faith, having determination being able to believe in yourself because I had nobody to believe in me, but myself. And I'm telling you, if I can turn myself around and make it up to where I am today, anybody can, there are no excuses. Mm-hmm. And of course, point of no return. Forget about it, Kansas. That's all we can say at this point. So we'll remember that from now on, forget the point of no return. So <laughs> Love it, Mike. Thank you. Yes, that's right. And of course, a couple of things as well, too, uh, with listening to Cole here on the Mike Wagner Show with Pieces of Me. And um, what else can we expect from you in 2023 and beyond? So I've already started writing the second part of this book, and it's titled, So Now What? So that's going to take a while. I'm working on a theology degree with an understudy in women's history. I want to... The Bible is interesting. So I and I, I see myself being more of a spiritual leader. So we'll see what happens with that. I've got some speaking events lined up. I'd love to travel. I'd love to learn how to harness the art of speaking. I watch a couple women on YouTube that really are all ultimate storytellers. And I want to be that. Yes. That is so and amazing. That's the next Look- thing. Looking forward to it. And no onions were harmed in this broadcast as well. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's yes, been we a did. pleasure. Yes, it did. And uh, also a couple of things. Who do you consider biggest influence in your career? 
Oh my goodness. My biggest influence in my career, to be honest with you, I say Chris Jenner. And the reason why I say Chris Jenner is put the sex tape aside. She has taken those girls and have created billion dollar industries on the on these brands that they've created. Now, she may be the legend. I hope to be the goat. So think of it like that. Michael mm-hmm. Jordan is the legend. Yes. So who's the goat? <laughs> I really do think she's a very smart, savvy businesswoman. And I see what she has done. I don't know if I if I could do that to with my children, be a momager to my my child. Um I don't know how she balances that out. That's for her, but it's inspiring because there I see her work ethic and I see her drive and it's very similar to mine. And so she, and Barbara Corcoran too, is another one. And mm-hmm. I've got some male, I got some male role models too that I, I admire. So mm-hmm. yeah. Lots to choose from. And of course there's more to pass around here. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? The best advice that I could give to anybody at this point is never settle for just, it's okay. Just don't don't settle. Just don't settle. There's always something better out there that you can chase. Mm -hmm. I see way too many women settling and and it makes me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because I can think they can do a lot better. Mm -hmm. And and totally agree with you as well too. Mentally, spiritually. Correct. Yeah. And we totally agree on that. Those are really good points. Once again, we're with the uh, author, speaker, coach, creator, owner of She Is You and the book, uh, Pieces of Me, Felicity Nicole here on the Mike Wagner Show. Felicia, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back. Once again, what's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase? Check out your book and check out your works at. Your website, where can we check Love out your it. books at? Yeah, sheisyoumag.com. All right. We'll certainly check that out. And uh, once again, Felicia, a very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love having you back. Wish all best. And uh, Felicia, you definitely have a great future have you. All right. It was awesome. Thank you, Mike. The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention The Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshazia. He is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing. Available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mosin-Zia of Missing and powered by Sonic Web Studios.
be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms. And of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at the MikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening.